Welcome to Speak with Ibukun. This new series is titled An Interview With. I hope you get insight into questions you never thought you would consider asking someone close to you. Series one is going to start with an interview with my mother. I hope you enjoy this. So I am with my mother. I am not going to ask her to introduce herself. Uh, Please be satisfied that she is my mother. (laughs) Hello, mommy. Hi, my dear. How are you doing? I am very well. How are you today? I'm good. Yourself? I'm, I'm good. I, I, I believe I'm good. So, very brief introduction, seeing as I'm not asking you to name yourself. Um, what do you do? If you want and you're happy to, you can share how old you are. And yeah, give us a general introduction to who you are. Yes, uh, I am uh, a pharmacist okay. and I enjoy my profession as a pharmacist. I am happy I have I came to know the Lord okay. at a younger age and um, I am still a work in progress as we all are and I, I enjoy um, chipping in my own little bit in whichever church I worship at. Okay, well you serve, you serve in church? Yes, I do. I do serve in church in in my own little way and I do enjoy it to so God's glory. I also enjoy uh, encouraging younger ones. Okay. Their work with the Lord and as well as in their relationship. Yeah. Okay. So what would you say your hobbies are? Well, my hobbies are reading, uh, having fun with my grandchildren, mm-hmm. um, serving in church as well. Okay. And traveling you love to travel yes what about shopping mommy you didn't mention that or you don't see it as a hobby you're laughing (laughs) (laughs) yes i do enjoy shopping okay all right don't don't make me draw things out of you mommy reason is because um i used to have my own pharmacy back at home in nigeria okay and um you need to be able, as a pharmacist back at home, you need to be able to go to several places mm-hmm. to be able to get the original, the genuine medication that you are looking for. Okay. And that uh, made me enjoy shopping. Oh, is that where it started from? And that made me enjoy shopping. And uh, right now, you only need to tell me what you are looking for. Mm-hmm. I will be able to get it for you at the best possible price, the best quality. Interesting. I didn't know that's where it started from. Okay. Thank you for introducing yourself and giving us a bit of flavor of who you are. Um, I have some questions here. Some are not as deep as others, but we'll, we'll start off slow and then we'll build up and see where we end up. So what, what is one of your earliest memories? As a child. Yeah. I... One of my earliest memories as a child was um, the fact that I used to enjoy rice. No. Yes, as a child, rice and rice, uh, 
was my favorite food. Mommy told me off several times growing up about loving rice. And you're now telling me rice was your favorite food. Rice was my favorite food. And wow. as such, as uh, children of my parents, <laughs> whenever we were going to eat rice, yes, they would, uh, because uh, I am the firstborn of my parents, Mm. They will they will give me two plates of rice. Okay. While they will give other uh, my other siblings a plate of rice. Wow. So everybody in the house knew that uh, I, <laughs> oh, I, wow. I, I I loved rice. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. But it it begs the question. So why were you so hard on me loving rice? Because along the line, I have grown to know that you have to vary the f- you, you you eat to be able to get complete nutrition on a daily basis. This we know. But the way it was, you, you made it, you made me feel, or let me tell you how I felt, that I was a freak of nature with the way I loved rice. But I obviously inherited it from you. Well, that happened to be the way it is. <laughs> but I, I, I didn't actually want you to continue that way in the sense mm-hmm. that, like I earlier on said, yeah. I, I grew to know that you've got to vary on a daily basis the food you take mm-hmm. so as to get complete nutrition on a daily basis. Okay, I'll leave it at that. We'll continue this conversation some other time. Okay, what were you like as a teenager? As a teenager, yeah, I would say that um, I was a level-headed teenager. Mm-hmm. Reason being that earlier on in my life, my parents introduced myself and my siblings to church, going to church. Okay. And there we, we learned uh, about God and um, the benefits of uh, being a good child. Hmm. So all along uh, over the years, hmm. I tried, though not fully knowing the Lord as my Lord and Savior, to be a good daughter to uh, my parents uh, earlier on in our lives in my life mm. and that of my siblings have uh, they educated us on the benefits of keeping yourself as a child as mm. a girl mm. uh, whole until you are married okay well so, staying a virgin is what you're yes, talking about okay. that's right they, they made sure they educated us on the benefits of um, remaining a virgin until you are married. At the same time, they made, made us realize that the greatest investment a parent can give a child is education. As such, we were encouraged to be studious, mm. to make sure we excel in school so that we, we can be the best for ourselves, as well as make sure that we properly utilize the investment that uh, they were giving onto. Okay. So quite serious-minded is what I hear as a teenager. Okay. How does that parallel to the way you saw me as a teenager? What was I like? Oh, I saw you to the glory of God as um, a serious-minded teenager. 
you were focused um well you were introduced to christianity at a young age because you were in sunday schools and uh, you were taught about the lord and then you did not allow any distraction in your life as a, as a teenager you knew what you wanted and um, you are focused on going for it okay quite determined is the way i would have described myself from memory that's interesting um that our years quote unquote paralleled each other up until that point i i didn't know that i and i didn't know you saw me that way so were you happy with what you saw of me as a teenager yes i was and uh, i give glory to god for it because um it couldn't have been, nobody could have done it except God because you were so uh, interested in the things of God to the extent that um, in your um, class as a teenager in church, you, you, know, you participated in um, church activities, including um, rope, including... Um, you know, when the during um, special services in church. Oh, the drama club. Act, you were you were in the drama club. The drama club, acted, yeah. And you acted, you know, to encourage people to in their work with which yeah. was very encouraging to myself and dad. Okay. So you were would you dare say you are proud of me? Yes, we we were and we are still oh. to God's glory proud of you as a daughter. Okay. Okay, thank you. All right. Um, what is something you always wanted to do but didn't, and why didn't you do it? Hmm. Uh, you mean regarding you as a child or in no, life? You. <laughs> in life. Yeah, so you in life. I, so you didn't share your age, but over the number of years you've had, was there a time where you really wanted to do something, but you didn't, and why? Um, looking back, um, I I want to say that God has been faithful to me. Um, I cannot fully recollect right now. There is anything I wanted to do that I haven't done. God has always made a way for me, so that whatever I desire to do he's always made a way for me to to get it done the only thing that um i can recollect right now that um i wished i was able to do and couldn't do was taking care of my parents towards the end of their lives i was away i was not in nigeria and um i right now i when i look back I wish I was in Nigeria towards the end of their lives. They probably would have lived longer than Mm. they did. That is uh, a pain Mm. that I have. And there is, um, unfortunately, no way of uh, going back. I, I, that is, I believe that my siblings that were around did um, what they could but I wish I was not away. 
So, so that's what, it. what makes you think they would have lived longer if you were around, especially if you also recognize the fact your siblings did? Yes, because by the grace of God, mm-hmm. uh, I'm a pharmacist and uh, I take care of other people. I would have chipped in my own um, little bit. Okay, your medical expertise. Yes, though I know at Mm. the end of the day, God uh, uh, has has and will always have the final say. Mm -hmm. So that is um, that's what the major thing I wish I was able. I was able to. Okay. Oh, that's um, everyone has a question they've always wanted to ask of their parent, or sister, or brother or even a friend, what questions would you ask someone? Share with us on Instagram a question you've always wanted to ask someone close to you. That's a sad thought that um, you still have. And uh, have you been able to resolve this over the years? Because grandma and grandpa have been gone for quite a number of years. Um, I don't know if... uh... If uh, it's something, if it's something I can resolve, I only talk to my God about it. And, uh, I think that is uh, about the much that I can do. Well, I don't even know if that could be termed a survivor's guilt, so to speak. But actually, no, it isn't because you weren't in the same situation because you weren't there. But okay, I'll be praying for you too, mommy. Because yes. I, I didn't know you carried that burden. Yes, I do. Uh, even this morning, I, I have thought about it and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just uh, had to leave it there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what you can do because <laughs> only God can tell you if that thought is right. And even mm-hmm. if it is right, the mere fact that they are gone, it can't be corrected. Mm-mm. So, yeah. The, it's something that you cannot control. Mm. Okay. Uh, Okay. So this is a a very broad question, but um, please let me know if you want me to phrase it in another way. Mm -hmm. Has your perception of being a woman changed over time? Okay. Can you frame it another way? (laughs) I knew I would have to. (laughs) Okay. When you were a teenager, Mm-hmm. And you were putting together your life plan. This will happen. I will be married by this age. And I must have my children by this age. Has that changed when you now see um, myself as your daughter, your grandchildren that are female growing up, as your perception of what makes a woman a woman change? Okay. Uh, my perception of what makes a woman uh, has never changed. Reason being that um, I I watched my mom, and um, though my mom was away when we were, she was abroad for so many years when uh, myself and my siblings were growing up. Uh, but as soon as she came back after her nursing career abroad. She was very open to us, the daughters, uh, letting us know what it is to be a woman 
and uh, what to expect as a woman. And we could also see her experiences as a woman. And um, she was always there for us. Uh, gave us what she did not have because she lost her mom at a very, very young age. So one, one second, you said your mom came from her nursing career abroad. Yeah. How old was she when she left you and your siblings? Or sorry, how old were you to be more specific? when she left you and your siblings? Um, I would say maybe I was six years old or so. Wow. You know, so, um, and um, she came back uh, when I was going to secondary school, which will be about six years later. Okay. So, but uh, from that time, she was always there. And um, she gave us what she did not have because she lost her mom at a very young age. And she was open to us. She made us, um, you know, realize the, the value that a woman carries within her and how we must um, protect that value, you know, for as long as uh, God grants us the grace. And uh, she also role molded to us how to take care of our family uh, she was the role model and how to provide for us make sure that we we did not lack anything she would go the second mile to provide all our needs and then when we got married uh, she was there uh, was there with encouragement when we needed her to help as a grandmother, she was there. Mm, and that, yeah. that she did until um, we left Nigeria. So, so how would you articulate what it was to be a, a, a woman or what it is to be a woman? A woman, I would say, is the back of her family. And um, she must always be seen as a mother to her children okay. as a grandmother to her grandchildren and as a wife, a supportive wife, a helpmate to her husband. I'm not saying those roles are easy. It takes the grace of God mm. to be able to accomplish all that. It's only God that, that can give one the grace and the enablement mm. to accomplish all the responsibilities to honor him. Okay. So when I asked about if it's changed over time, mm -hmm. we are in the age of where a lot of women don't get married or don't get married until quite late in life and possibly can't then have, you know, children. Mm -hmm. um, and in, in the sense of the perception of, what makes you a woman? What I hear from you is what a lot of people would describe as that was generations ago. Like, and it is generations ago because you are, if you will, two generations removed from your children's children's children, if that makes sense. Um, so anyone listening to this in the future will be, well, that was in the 70s, 60s, 70s, and the 80s and 90s of, of this age. In this day and age, not everyone gets a chance to have that evolution from 
the daughter of your parents into a wife, into a mother, and then into a grandmother. What do you think about that? Yes, I I appreciate that uh, these are challenging times. And indeed, um, um, there is that um, generational difference in uh, the perception of women. Right now, indeed, I see some ladies. <laughs> yes, I want to call them. Yes, some ladies have actually determined mm. that... Um, they will not get married mm, true. for reasons best known to them. Um, unfortunately, there are some aspects of their lives which might not be fulfilled, but that still does not make them less of a woman. True. So um, depending on the perception of every lady, mm. it will be a good... Um, idea to make sure that whatever if along the line in spite of whatever they think uh, they want to be they find out mm-hmm. that they are longing for a particular fulfillment in their life mm-hmm. i think they should go for it they should not live in denial very very important not to live in denial mm-hmm. as a woman you are the lord has made everyone to fulfill a purpose and whatever that purpose is, make sure you find out from God mm-hmm. and please go do whatever the Lord has put in your care or in your, you know, ability to do mm-hmm. and make sure you fulfill it so that you will please God in your life and you will not deny yourself of the joy that can come from being full. Mm-hmm. Just make sure as a woman you are fulfilled in whichever way God has convinced you. You know, I know that um, uh, some, indeed, some women, they marry old, uh, at, a, at an older age. Mm. Uh, but if they, if they are the caring ones and they want children, then adopt children. Um, if uh, you find out that though you determine not to get married because of certain experiences and so on, settle it with God. If along the line God says he wants you to get married, um, he will provide, ask him, he will, he will bring your help me along your way. But whatever the case, please do not live in self-denial so that you do not this. Good advice. I think that's good advice. Um, okay. Thank you, Mai, for answering that. If we could segue into the next question in terms of being married and then being knowing you're ready to have children, when did you know you were ready to have children? Okay. During our time. What, what do you I, mean I think, our time? What, I think, what decade I, are we talking about here? <laughs> I think I, that these, uh, at this juncture, I will let you know that I, I am in my sixth decade okay. and uh, almost to my seventh decade. Okay. Yeah. When I got married, it is not for you to choose a time you want to have children. Okay. You, once you are married, the next thing is you must have children. Either you are ready. Must have. Where, where did the must come from? Was it personal or societal? It's the society. Because mm. if after nine months, yeah. they, you do not have a child, mm-hmm. now, uh, 
you know, people will start asking questions. So it is, um, it is the desire of everyone married as at uh, our generation. It is our desire to have children as soon as God gives it. Okay, so was it ever a conscious thought for you, as in, now I'm ready to have children, or was it just linked to, now I'm ready to get married, and therefore, I am ready to have children? What was it for you? Yes, it was for me, I'm ready to get married, and I'm ready to have children, because that is the way that, um, um, that is the prayer, actually, as at that time, once you are married, the part of the prayer is that after nine months, uh, we should be ready to have naming ceremony. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> we so, live in different worlds now. <laughs> yes. So that's the, that's the way it is. And, and uh, yeah. if it happens, you yeah. know, that uh, uh, it didn't happen that way mm. uh, for... For, you know, us, we had to trust God mm. that, um, you know, he wanted us to have uh, a waiting period. Mm. He only could determine uh, the time for us to start having our children. And um, at God's own time, started blessing with children. Mm. Okay. That was the way... Okay, on that note, uh, uh, we will we'll have a pause uh, in terms of this half of an interview with my mother and say thank you to the listeners for listening to this first half of the interview with my mother. And please be sure to listen in into the second half where there are a few tough questions I do have to ask of my mother. Thank you for listening to an interview with. I hope you were able to gain insight into questions you've never thought you would be asking of yourself or someone close to you.